and welcome to Stride and Saunter, episode 185. I'm Kip Clark. And I'm Morgan Jaffe. And as the title of this episode suggests, this is another entry in our series, Between These Eyes of Ink, looking at the wisdom and insights behind some popular and unpopular quotations. You brought this quotation today, and I'm very curious to hear why it calls out to you. So the quotation that I chose is from Oscar Wilde. I am the only person in the world I should like to know thoroughly. The first thing this made me question and think about was, do we end up knowing ourselves best over other people anyway? And I think I might want to start with that, this idea of knowing yourself. Couldn't someone make the argument, the only person you really can know well is yourself? I'm on the same page, and I do think if it's possible to know other people, it might be most possible to know yourself in a thorough and meaningful way. But I think, as a common folly that many of us fall into, we presume to know other people thoroughly when we haven't actually done a lot of digging. And I don't know if that's cultural or natural, but globally, we apply adjectives to other people, we describe them in our own terms and presume to know their motivations and the intricacies behind their hearts and minds, when frankly, we haven't lived their lives. And so mine is a case for empathy, which is not to say that I'm immune from that kind of judgment or jumping to those conclusions. I feel I do it far too frequently, when I don't think we should be doing it at all. And I don't suspect that that was Wilde's intention in saying these words, but I do think a beautiful byproduct of focusing inward and really considering yourself is that you will have less time to judge others, to presume to know others, and it may even be possible that in discovering your own demons and grappling with who you are, both in iridescence and idiosyncrasies, that you might have more empathy for other people, which I think would be a fascinating paradox if indeed the world worked that way. I personally believe it might, but I'm open to different interpretations. Looking at this quote, I don't know if Oscar Wilde was thinking about others at all. I think that's a lot of it, whether empathy-related or not. And if anything, some of his language sounds almost selfish. To pick up these words a little bit, he says, I should like. Is that a self-inflicted should? A societal should? What does it mean when we think we should do or should not do something? Immediately, I don't know how seriously I can take him, even though I resonated with this quote. Should like. Why not a different word choice? He could have said want. He could have said need. There's so many other word options he could have said. But there's something about like to me. It seems so noncommittal. And again, with should, it seems like a societal pressure more than anything. And I also don't think I agree with him. I personally would like to know others. And to allude to what you were saying, I don't think that I can know others in the same way that they might know themselves, in the same way that I don't expect them to know me in the way I know myself. But I should like and do like to know others, even if it's not thoroughly, but try to understand them, maybe where they're coming from, their past experiences. And I think that goes back to the empathy you were talking about and what this quote is kind of lacking. When you refer to what the quotation is lacking, I'd like to respectfully disagree and say that I think, in many ways, this is an all-encompassing quotation. First of all, the fact that it refers to the world, although of course Wilde says person in the world. So indeed, to some, 
that might appear very granular. You're speaking about a unit within a much larger whole. But I would make the argument, as folks far wiser and smarter than myself have before me, that in some ways the individual is the world. Or rephrased more precisely, each individual is a world unto themselves. And by that I mean essentially the idea that perception is reality. Some of us perceive that we are well-liked, others perceive that fish tastes terrible, and still others perceive that they look good in yellow. I'm not here to argue with any of those people, but I am saying that if that is your reality, you experience it. Recent political and other debates on larger levels have revealed that it may be next to impossible to change someone's mind. And if the mind is the seat through which we view the universe, it is on some level a world. And to use a very small-scale example, you and I are sitting in a room recording, Morgan, and in my interpretation of wild, if I want to properly relate to you, to empathize with you, maybe even to support you in endeavors or dreams belonging to you, if I don't understand myself thoroughly, if I don't know myself thoroughly, to use wild's words, I may not know how to communicate with you. If I don't know, for example, that I have some form of bias against people who wear glasses, which you currently are, then I might not be able to respond to that fragment within me which affects how I see the world. If I know myself thoroughly in that way, and I want to care for you, a friend of mine, I can self-correct because I know myself. So when you point out that the quotation doesn't consider others, the best and utopian society, however hypothetical, is one in which every individual has a very thorough sense of self, A, because it benefits the individual to know the self in the sense of wellness and inner peace, but B, because when we are interconnected in the grid or format of a society, we operate better in the second and third person when we can appreciate the first person. After thinking about it, this whole quote could be a comment on how Wilde might not know himself thoroughly, and I'm now reading it as a desire for him to know himself more thoroughly. When it comes to quotes, I get stuck on the speaker. I get stuck on what was going on in their world, in their time period, in their day. So if I'm being honest, I'm getting a little stuck on Oscar Wilde and who he was and maybe what was going on in his life during this quote, but the more I look at it, the more I think... Yeah, this is him saying, I want to know myself on a deeper level than maybe I do today. I should like to know myself more thoroughly, but that doesn't necessarily mean he will. And I think he kind of knows that. And this isn't a judgment saying he should know himself more thoroughly. We all have ways that we can learn more about ourselves every day. I really love that interpretation. And I think it gets at the perpetual journey of self-discovery that many of us are on should we choose to take it which I say because I don't know if you can ever know yourself fully, although I do believe you can know yourself thoroughly. And I think a lot of people might say, well, if I can't complete the task, why would I even bother? But I would contend that self-discovery is exciting in the same way that learning a new skill is. Because it's not arbitrary information, it reveals another capacity of you, of the self and is almost like you are adding or modifying yourself, if not refining an internal element. And that brings me back to a point you made earlier about his use of the words should, like. I agree that it's a desire stated, and I also think there's an implied obstacle here 
You referred to external factors, and I suspect that indeed other people are a primary reason that a lot of us don't get to know who we are for whatever biases or reasons they have. For example, if someone is gay, but their other family members are homophobic, intolerant, insensitive, or even unaware of how to speak about sexuality as a topic, the individual may later articulate, rediscover, or explore that aspect of their identity, but within this aforementioned household, they may have difficulty doing so. And I think that reflects many people's experiences, whether it's related to sexuality or not, because of prejudices that exist, and frankly, fears I think we have about how multitudinous humanity actually is. I think on some level we would all love it if humanity was a reflection of how we live our lives as human individuals, but that's not the case, and I do think that's an uncomfortable truth to grapple with, and something that some people refuse to grapple with, and assert over and over again, you're not human if you are X, because I am human, and I am Y. And to me, that's at the core of a lot of human conflict, misunderstanding, and a lot of damage we've done to each other over the millennia that our species has explored the world and ourselves. And so I'm really happy that you pulled out Should Like, because it is one of the most interesting parts of this quotation and reveals something, whether it's doubt, insecurities, or external obstacles that cannot at present be dealt with in the way that Wilde might like to. I also just want to take a second to acknowledge a little more about self-discovery and what you were just talking about. I think it's important to say that self-discovery is a journey. But I also want to add that we should get rid of this idea that you'll finish that journey. Just because we use the word journey doesn't mean there's a set start and a set end. And that could be in your discovery and knowledge of yourself, others, or that could be learning about the world. And of course, with any quotation, there are various interpretations or other angles of approach. But before we close this episode, what would you like the audience to consider after listening to this discussion? I would love to hear back from the audience and see what they thought of this quote. Did they think it was a message about self-discovery, empathy, about isolation? How do you read into it? And do you find that you're still learning things about yourself? Looking at some of the points we brought up earlier in the discussion, do you read this as a selfish statement, or do you think it speaks to something more nuanced and complicated? I also think it's really interesting to explore the tendencies or preferences we might have when it comes to discovery or exploration of people. If you tend to be more interested in others, why might that be the case? And conversely, if you have a greater interest in self-discovery and exploration, what motivates you on that front? But of course, as always, we want this to be a conversation among, not simply a conversation between. Ours are two voices, and we are, of course, not the only people in the world we'd like to know thoroughly. So please share with us. You can find us on Twitter or on Facebook. You can also email us via stride and saunter at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to the show as well as supporting us on Patreon, where in exchange for your support, you can enjoy perks like bonus episodes. And as always, we thank you very much for listening. And from thought to word and voice to ear, this is Kip Clark signing off. And I'm Morgan Jaffe. See you next time.